This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 42 down, four to go. And the next two, we'll really see what this Ipswich Town team is all about. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing Ipswich Town up or down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and this is the pre-match show brought to you in partnership with our friends at the Graham Pub in Ipswich. We're available every week on YouTube video and podcast audio. And tonight we are excited. We are live and joining me. He's even more excited, maybe even than <laughs> I am, based on his Port Vale video midweek, Ben Bloom. How are you, mate? I'm very hyper. Yeah. I can I'm, tell. We all are, I think. But I enjoyed well, your little uh, reaction video. I'm well into it. Do you know what, though? I've barely had a chance to get back with Enid being born and with COVID and everything. It was so lovely to see that stadium full and boys and girls and families and, you know, not looking around. You know, my, my experience of watching Ipswich, you know, before my daughter was born was empty, empty, sad, no big screen. You know, it's yeah. just fan, just fantastic um, that that part's there. And, yeah, can they can they finish the job? Yeah, well, we'll... We'll get your thoughts on Port Vale and, and the state of things in a sec. Let's just say hello to everyone in the chat because we've got a lot of people joining us early doors, which is great. Uh, Nick's with us setting out the basics. If Wednesday lose Saturday, we win. That would be fantastic. Triple tractors there from Nick. Bluey's here. We will beat the pish. I mean, the posh call. Respect bit, is what we want. disrespectful, isn't it, Bluey? It's what we want. Nick, good to have you with us. They'll be wanting to play, and I'm convinced these next two games suit us. I'm full of calm. That's what we want. Don't don't believe him. Evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how you feel, Nick, at 2.59 on Saturday and uh, Tuesday evening as well. Uh, squeaky bum time, certainly, isn't it? Uh, Ipswich Town, oh boy, good evening. Oh, we make eight points. We finish above the Wendy's. Two points a game. As always, set as the benchmark, and it still is. Um, deep thought evening. Well, remember what happened in the game after Cheltenham away? Well, that frustration exploded into a 6-0 cracker. Same effect after the Port... Well, we'll talk about Port Vale in a sec, Ben, but I I think we probably learnt more about the, ourselves after Port Vale than we did after Charlton, didn't we? I think that was your point, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we we said on the weekend pod, Rich, that Charlton might turn out to be a bit of an outlier in a, 
a technical team with not a lot to play for who weren't going to low block it and sit behind the ball. And um, do you know what? I really do think Daryl Clark being sacked made made a difference because I yeah. think they they really, really kind of honed in on the defensive side of the game. Um, and it's very easy after the event to go, oh, no, this is the this is the best thing that could have happened, this type of game. But I do agree with the people who were saying it's not the worst thing in the world to have that frustrating type of a game. And look, let's pay um, complete admiration to Port Vale. I would have played it exactly how they did if I... If yeah. I were them and at 45 plus two, they were nailing the perfect go to Ipswich and, you know, sure house your, your three <laughs> points. So it's not a bad thing that it happened um, that way. And lots of people been telling me since, don't worry, Ben, the next two teams are not going to sit back, which will suit us better, which I do agree with. But it is very easy, Rich, for us to sit here and um, retrofit the right argument to the suit us <laughs> the narrative after the fact. So exactly I'm, I'm wary right. of doing that. Yeah. We'll say hello to a few more people in the chat. And then we've got a special guest who's sat waiting, preening himself. I can see him. Ashley's with us. Uh, Mark's with us. Evening to you. Um, lots of Mark's um, years of watching us. But these situations never get any easier to deal with. This is the worst I can remember as we've got to get out of this. Yeah, well, enjoy it, Mark. That's what it's about. I think we want to enjoy it. Jason's here. Deep Thought is here. Dan, one of our Telegram VIPs is here. Steven's here. Neil, Prediction King or not. We'll find out later. Alex, Robert, <laughs> and yeah, Nick, Rich and Ben Olsko. I'm not sure we're generally deployed alongside each other. Well, we were, were like ships yeah, we were ships passing the night back in the day. You were always with Harry and I was always always with Dave. But yeah, lovely to, lovely to not be hosting as ever. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll drive the ship. I'll drive the ship. But yeah, lots of people with the chat. Sully, New York meetup Saturday. If anyone's in the vicinity, there you go. Join Sully in the New York posse. Um, but let's have a chat to him now. We've tweeted it already. Um, maybe the most talked about person outside the Ipswich Town <laughs> squad this week. It's Mike. It's Turbo the Sailor. It's our friend Bits. And he's got his long locks out for us. because Beautiful long locks. I can't they're not believe long for this. What well, are us. they, your locks? Hang on a minute. I want, it's something I want to do. Uh-oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome. My name's Benjamin Bloom. And I have just witnessed <laughs> Peterborough Nil, Ipswich Town two. We'll take that all day. I've always wanted to do that. Right, you've got to tell us why you've appeared in your car. Talk to us about next Saturday and lots of fun and games. Oh God, I'm dreading it. <laughs> you just your I'm, choice. I, gonna, I said at the beginning of the season, which I thought people would forget about. Actually, I said because I didn't believe Ipswich were going to do it. Uh, we don't, don't even know if they're going to do it, but you know, get anywhere near. Um, that if Ipswich went up, I'd shave my head. And to be honest with you, after last week, I believe it. So I thought, well, I'll do it anyway, regardless of whether we get promotion or not. Jesus, and and soon as I said that. Mark Ethan on the Kings of Anglia and that immediately ran with it. So and so then the hair's coming off. Yeah. But it's coming off for a good cause though, yeah? Yeah, it's coming off for Marcus Stewart. I got in touch with Louise and Marcus on um 
Oh, last week um, and asked if I could join their team. I put, I put the idea to them and they said it was great and yeah, thanks. And they, give, they set it up basically. Um, so I'm part of the Stuart team and yeah, they're obviously trying to raise two, uh, £200,000. <laughs> but every bit else, obviously, you know, if I can get to a thousand or yeah, I'll be just happy to get to a thousand at least. Big target, but you're making good progress. We put the yeah. link in the chat and we'll retweet it later as well. But if you donate a super chat tonight, we will pass <laughs> that on to bits ourselves. So that any donations via super chat will pass on for you. If you want to do that way tonight, makes it nice and easy. And and is is this might is this a spectacle that people might be able to enjoy watching next Saturday, right? Possibly. Oh. It'll definitely be recorded by Ross and the Kings I of I bet Angela. I know who's going to end up holding a razor. I knew Ross would, Ross would be involved somehow, wouldn't he? <laughs> We're trying to get Ross to shave his head as well, but we don't know. I've got thing. I've got to get in touch with the club. Um, they said it's kind of okay, but I'm hoping to do it in the fan zone prior to the Exeter game. Okay. There you there go. Was, there was suggestions of me doing it pitch side at half-time. Oh, and no, I'd rather stay in an off stand. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that one. I don't want to be down at pitch stand. That's just too much. So no, but a great cause. Um, <laughs> well, we tweeted the link. Well, we messaged it again. But yeah, if you want to do a super chat right now, um, we will all of the super chats that are posted tonight. We will pass directly on to Mike. Um, and so we'll cover the um, YouTube fee. As well, so all yeah. of your money will go to um, all of it. Well, it's really yeah. generous, guys. I mean, I've got, to, I've got to say, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to get as much. I think we're up to about six hundred and some pounds with. Wow. And if you add the gift aid, because you get, you get obviously everybody works hard for their money, and rightly so. It should be, you know, you, you should get taxed back on that on a gift like that to charity. So the government chuck in so much, so much, and. I think with a six hundred and odd pound that's been donated so far, there's about hundred and ninety pounds worth of gift aid as well. So it, it takes the total even higher. Um yeah. Very good. Well I was, gonna, job, I was gonna offer my support, but I've I'm not in a position of having a huge amount to aim for. But someone suggested well, Dr. Watson. Both me and Stu have got a little bit of a challenge there. But yeah. It's the hard yeah. Than me. Well I've got yeah. nothing without my hair. Well, if I can rock it like you, Rich, I'll be fine, won't I? Wow. It's all about the beard. Gravity always wins. Mike, <laughs> great to chat. Thank you for your prediction as well. And we'll keep yeah. everyone posted on progress and we maybe get you back next week as well. But congrats on doing it. Great cause. And Legend bits. We're excited to see what happens next weekend. It's Ben next, yeah? No? Oh, don't be saying that. <laughs> I, I love Marcus Stewart. Yeah, everyone knows I love Marcus Stewart. But I, I, as I say, I've got nothing. I've got nothing <laughs> you go. I love this. your hair more. <laughs> probably not actually but give him give him a follow as well at turbo the sailor on twitter right thanks very much thing, aren't you, for, yeah we'll sort the link it's just giving and if you go on the just giving website just type in turbo the sailor it'll take you straight there there you go there you go mike look after yourself and we will speak soon thank you guys thank you for this um thank you for the platform to try and raise as much as i possibly can i've got poppy fans who um are going to laugh at me if I don't get past the total that they raised for a head shave. Oh, there so, you go. There's a, there's a target for us. £1,000. Well. So there I you don't go. Expect... 
but they're coming in now. Though, I mean, it, it was like over five hundred pound within twenty four hours, and, and so I was like blown away by it. There you go. They're all <laughs> starting Gary. now. Gary, thank you very much. <laughs> Mike, we've got to talk about Port Peterborough, Port Vale, all yeah. that kind of good stuff. We'll we'll speak well, to you soon. Well, let's talk though. about the Bolton game when we went there and the Derby game when we went there and you'll exactly see a right. repeat of that. Copy and paste, isn't it? Yeah, copy paste. Good Another stuff, big mate. team, Ipswich play against, who try to out, out players at football and lose. Whoa. There you go. I'm feeling nervous just listening to you, Mike. <laughs> speak to you soon. All right, speak to you soon, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye, mate. Just, there we go. Business done, Ben. We don't, we, we are not needed. All of our analysis and our research. What, <laughs> yeah. Just do what we did at Bolton. Fair enough, isn't it? But yeah, do keep those super chats coming in. Great cause. Supporting the MND fund and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll sort that out. A, thank you very much. We'll make sure all of that goes on. Um, and yeah, should we deal with Port Vale very quickly then, Ben? Um, definitely commend you have a look at ben's reaction video very much enjoyed the reaction to the penalty we kind of talked to talked to it there in terms of the narrative of of coming out through adversity the kind of difficulty of what port vale pose with a new manager any thoughts on whether there's a lot of exertion there on tuesday night that might be a challenge for us on saturday there's no real injury news that we've heard but that would have taken a lot of mental kind of energy as well given the lateness of the the winning goal yeah um yeah, it's hard to say how that will kind of manifest itself. Um, I do subscribe to the thought that um, it's good to be away from Portman Road now for a little bit because I really, really did feel the anxiety grow during during the game. And um, look, it's natural for fans. It's win, 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 win. 6-0 the game before and, you know, you start the game and Ladapo glances ahead of wide after 30 seconds and you think, OK, matter of time, get a goal up, bish, bash, bosh. So um, the calmness was good, actually, and um, we spoke about it on our Telegram chat. Um, I think it's really mature performance. Wolfenden ended up, he was the player that had the space Everyone else was further back. And obviously, Cam Burgess wasn't going to come and bring the ball forward and just getting touch after touch after touch. And um, I suppose the whole Kieran McKenna thing of calm process, you know what you're drilled to do. Obviously, in a game like that, you have to make defenders defend. You have to dribble. Someone's got to try a through ball. Someone's got to try a dribble. But it's so hard for the players when the crowd are so on edge wanting that ball basically to go forward and into the box, which would have been totally the wrong the wrong thing to do. They played it really well. Exeter game won't be like that. I've seen Exeter a, a bit this season. They're not going to, they won't sit in. Barnsley, Peterborough won't. Fleetwood would be the one, yeah. <laughs> real one you don't want to be anxious. That would be the one that might be like it, but again, it would be away from home. So lots of, lots of things ticked off that are good things. Look, would we have liked to win 6-0 again? Yes, please. Of course, that would have been preferred. But yeah, you just want to pass all these tests at, at this point. And yeah, in the words of Brian Clough, before the European Cup final, just win. Just win. Yeah, and a, a good reminder that maybe a, a few months back, of, of, of the, the 
I guess this is becoming a Blue Mondayism right now, kind of pre and post Broadhead, isn't it? You know, yeah. previous teams we've obviously dropped points in those matches, so to come back, I think, is really powerful. With yeah, with Fleetwood in mind, maybe coming up, but a lot of people in the chat want us to go to Peterborough, so let's deal with that. Neil, wouldn't it be great to win at Peterborough? As far um, yeah, as for me, this has always been the toughest remaining fixture. Never won there. Great time to start. Peterborough, long trip back from Accrington, Rob confirming conceding a goal there as well um but generally dominant i think um philip posh will attack and that will suit town better let me ben let me take you through the state of play where peter refined themselves currently fifth in the league one table 73 points for a point ahead of bolton and derby um but bolton have a game in hand um 123 of their 43 games um lost 16 though um and yeah form of late is pretty good home form strong 42 points from 21 games so they're two points per game at home last six at home win loss win draw win so pretty impressive place and it took a, a Cheltenham worldie from Alfie May to get the points there no um, one was beating Cheltenham on that day were they? No. At, the, at the start of the season as, as a newly relegated team from the championship were you expecting I guess there it's a slow burn into the top six for Peterborough they've been hovering around outside haven't they but were you expecting maybe a stronger showing from them Ben having been recently relegated yeah yeah I was and um they didn't lose many players did they in oh. terms of it wasn't like you know, maybe a maybe a Barnsley where you've got uh, I don't know Callum Styles of Carlton Morris being being sold and um, you know going back higher up the pyramid. No, no. Um, okay, the manager thing was weird because McCann came in essentially with them already down and that just didn't work. But I don't know. I was just going to say it's an underachievement. But fifth, you know, fifth is about where we would have where we would have placed them. We think Clark Harris is a is a specialist at, at this division and we think any team that kind of has him has got, got a chance because you've got 20, 25 goals going to happen, you know, if you if you give him the service. The real interesting thing is the, the Darren Ferguson wrinkle because I think a lot of us looked at that and thought, okay, that looks a bit silly. You know, what, what's, what's going on here? And at that point, we had Peterborough probably struggling – Nine, ten, maybe, but they've been very good since he's been back. And um, this might float your boat. Don't draw many. No. Don't draw many, um, which um, obviously we wouldn't like the L side of that equation. But, you know, um, <laughs> those of us who might think a draw might be the way this is going to go. I'll repeat myself. They don't draw many. No, well, there's lots of interesting angles to this one. Recent defeat to Cambridge, I'm going to refer to later on, but Phillips asked us a question, a question for you, actually. Your thoughts on Plymouth v Cambridge on Saturday. Um, Cambridge, obviously, scrapping to avoid it. Recently defeated Peterborough as well. Any thoughts on that one, Ben? Um, you can't see past Plymouth either going a goal behind or Cambridge equalising to make it 1-1 and Plymouth yeah. just pushing on. Just... Um, they just look look like a promoted team now, don't they, Plymouth, that's just getting it done. I know Cambridge have had a really nice surge. Jack Lancaster's been playing quite well, actually, for Cambridge. Sam Smith started scoring again. Cambridge is always a different proposition at the Abbey than it is. And yeah. we know people travel into Plymouth. So, look, I would love it if Cambridge took a point off, uh, you know, at, at Plymouth. 
don't think it's going to happen. That's yeah, could be wrong, we'll, but that's where I am with it. We'll revisit that in the predictions as well, Philip. But yeah, I think I concur with Ben's thoughts there. Neil's very much singing from the same hymn sheet as me. You don't want to say too much until after these two tricky away games, but feeling fairly confident. You have to be given the form. Ian's with us, our favourite Darlington fan. Give us your views, Ian, on what's going on with you. Um, but yeah, let's um, talk about last time out for the Macrington. Uh, 2-1 away victory goals from Guess Who and Efron Mason Clark. Um, McConville pull one back, um, but 65% possession, Ben. 12 shots, six on target, four big chances. Um, feels like Accrington may be saving themselves for the teams that they expect to beat, perhaps on paper, but anyone who goes away to Accrington midweek, long old trip for them. It's a tidy result, that one, isn't it? It is. I've just got the team up. Is Ward not fit? No, we'll Ooh. come on to that. Oh, issues at right back that now for me. Yeah, well, yeah, is, sure. Is he not so, around? yeah. So yeah, Joe Ward wait, awaiting the results of a scan on a foot injury. They we should know that tomorrow. We'll see. We're recording this Thursday night, um, and Nathan Thompson came in as his replacement um, and was subbed off after 17 minutes with a pretty serious looking injury as well. So both are very doubtful for Saturday. Josh Knight came in. He's a centre back on Tuesday night. Ben Thompson's another option as well, but um, Joe Ward missing it really big, up, big opportunity for us down that right inside. Six goals, nine assists from right back. Good ben. player. Very well, he's played. He's played front right Ooh. as well. He's played right back, right wing back, front right. And when we've been doing Peterborough, you know, obviously Clark Harris is the, is the big name. Um, lad, Harrison Burroughs, good player, but can't quite find his way in youngster. Ward's been the other one. Obviously, we know all about Taylor and Norburn as well has Ooh. recently come back. And there's no coincidence that he's experienced central midfielder and, you know, just maybe in a similar way we want Luongo to do for us, just moves the pieces about and just calms, calms thing down as well. And I know we can get onto players or better as well, the left-back since, I think, came in in January and Ferguson obviously been watching him while he was out of work and went went straight and got him. And he got a number of, number of good players. You mentioned Efron Mason-Clark as well, Kwame Poku. Mm. I'm just listing all their players. Next but goal, yeah, yeah. they've all been in that kind of front three, four, two, three, one, that that mix. And we know, we know Peterborough love attacking and they love a goal. They do. They love finding a striker as well from nowhere too and making a polish them up and sell him on at a big price as well. Thank you to, I think Bits has just donated to his own cause, but aid as well. <laughs> Keep the super chats coming with all the super chats tonight, as we mentioned at the top, um, going to, to Mike, um, to Turbo the Sailor, Bits, whoever, however you call him, um, who's shaving his hair for uh, the Marcus Stewart um, charity uh, fundraising for the Derby Rimmer Foundation for motor neuron disease. So uh, we're supporting bits by doing that. So your super chats tonight, all of those, all of the fees in, involved in that, we will pass on directly to to bits. Uh, let's talk about the game versus us. Can you remember that? Um, I think this was in a pretty poor run of form for them, which culminated in McCann losing his job around Christmas time or just before Christmas time, 2-1 victory. Connor Chaplin with one of these braces and then substituted before he could get the hat trick. Ryan Kent with a goal from a corner routine. But this was just after the kind of stuttery run that we'd kind of had after Charlton and just before. But we're kind of, I don't want to say a statement win, Ben, but anytime you beat Peterborough in League One at the moment, it's a pretty decent victory, isn't it? Well, and I think it's the same narrative for both teams because for us, 
it was surprisingly, and someone will check back in the in the chat, felt like that was actually the first time we beat what was considered a good yeah. league, a good League One side. And the flip reverse of that has been the case for Peterborough. That has changed recently. That there was we we could come up with some crazy stats up until um, Darren Ferguson and maybe even past maybe even past the January window closing, where Peterborough were just hopeless against the teams, you know, maybe top eight sort of top ten teams until they beat Plymouth five two at um, mm. London Road, which is um, certainly food for thought when it comes to this game. But no, I. I it felt at the time, especially, you know, I don't talk about that bloody Charlton game, but it felt at the time it was important that we beat a perceived big hitter at Portman Road. And I think I remember saying on the pod at the time as well, we've maybe a bit unfairly, but we're probably just getting our own frustrations out, said for years, whenever Portman Road's full, we mess it up. And that also felt like one of the first times where there were, I don't know, 25, was ticket, maybe yeah. ticket promotion, 25,000. And they won. So yeah. probably a more important game than... I know the Derby County one on Sky was the big one for it's a big game, don't bottle this, and, and we didn't. But maybe there's some importance in getting this six months unbeaten at home and starting to win in front of a, a big crowd, Rich. Yeah, great shout. Uh, just um, nipping back to the chat, um, keep your thoughts coming. We'll try and um, chip these in and we'll have a proper go at Q&A towards the end as well. Neil here. Um, first goal Saturday will be very important. We score first. We'll create even more space for us. Again, continuing the Port Vale chat, do we take some confidence about the fact we haven't really under McKenna had to come from behind too often? Confirmation that we can do it. Helpful. Yeah, and it's just not the not the strategy, is it? It's <laughs> control the ball, control the game, you know, all of that good stuff. And um, I mean, I suppose it's a good thing that you're not having to come back in in games um but yeah uh nice to kind of um to kind of do that i think and we've got rich back there yeah. go. oh, no, sorry guys so carry on yeah we were talking about the coming from behind yeah you have you dealt with that yeah one? just answered it yeah yeah let's talk about let's deal with this darren ferguson situation have you ever come across such a strange situation of a manager because they always say never go back but right now it's all of us kind of laughed and there were lots of memes on Twitter about it when McAntony made the appointment, but it's worked out really well for them. I mean, new manager bounce, you'd expect a little bit, but he's really sustained it, hasn't he? Um, 19 games, was it now? I'm trying to look for the, the match stat. Overall, people record 462 games, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, talk to us about this one. Yeah. Um, so... Probably this is the only club that it would have worked at, you know, being set here. And I think it was important that the McCann had been there before as well. And there was some kind of some kind of form for this. But it does feel a lot like I think Dara McCantney is done at the end of the season. Is that right? And Darren Ferguson is done at the end of the season. And you would imagine unless there's a promotion, Johnson Clark Harris is done at the end of the season. So in in some ways, it was actually pretty clever, wasn't it, to say, "Look, here you go, guys." Is uh, when was it? Was it? I think it's December. Um, mm. December was it? January? I can't, can't can't remember when he came in. But we're going to do five six months, and and that be that. Um, don't be surprised if Darren Ferguson starts next season's Peterborough manager, of course. But yeah. um, 
no, it seems to have seems to have worked out worked out really well. It's just a they didn't need. I don't know what was going wrong with with Grant McCann with that. Yeah, squad, I guess we all from the outside yeah. we're, we're going to be speculating, aren't we? But yeah, the reigning reigning champion um, with uh, Hull uh, in the nineteen twenty season. So he knew League One, and we thought when he came in, oh, you it's know, dunk. the reigning champion with Johnson Clark Harris, and it's like incoming 90 points although we know 90 points means absolutely nothing this season well yeah yeah 12 wins in his 19 games in charge in this spell but yeah um fascinating situation there and yeah currently there till the end of the season but as you say wouldn't be a surprise if he ends up being kept on a bit long a little bit of off-field jiggery pokery at pizza brother always seems to be some kind of drama um but we'll see how that one plays out in the summer but you'd be surprised if he's not there in terms of his style of play, Ben, um, we you've mentioned the kind of formation four two three one generally, isn't it? And possession heavy as well, isn't it? No real surprises. Always the same generally at Peterborough. It's it's been the same through McAntony and with Ferguson every time, hasn't it? And it, it goes again into this philosophy we've spoken about of develop expensive strikers, but make them lots of chances, score them lots of goals, and that finances your club essentially. But um, I, I suspect if we brought the table up, yeah, look, 70, 73 goals, 51 against. So 124 goals in Peterborough games. So it's still a similar sort of thing. I don't think quite, we, we were looking at a real like attacking 4-3-3 earlier in the, in the season and that's sort of calmed down a little bit. But um, I suspect um, it's actually quite good as well. Posh TV, I do this for my job, will give you the whole... Darren Ferguson interview. So be yeah. interested to check out, see probably get eight, 10 minutes and um, there will be a plan for, for us. So it won't just be that they're just going to, just going to attack us. Yeah. Well, I think I'm sure we've, we've had a bit of debate on this in the telegram group. So we'll come to the, our expectations of how they'll set up, but certainly there's enough quality in there that mean they don't need to low block against us. The question is availability of right backs, clearly the attacks on the right hand side, big for them. And how they configure the midfield as a consequence of people maybe dropping in to, to fill gaps and stuff like that. So we'll come to that in a second. Uh, Norman, question for you, Ben. Could subs be key for this game? It feels like our squad is deeper than theirs. We talked about the injury doubts, um, but there is there is no kind of, to George Hurst, you've got a Freddie Ladapo. There's no, Johnson Clark Harris hasn't really got a, a backup, has he? There's, there's players either side of him, obviously. Rich, there's no other Johnson Clark Harris in League One, well, let alone in the Peterborough squad. True, but no one, no one on kind of 10, 15 goals. I think... Um, let me check here. Yeah, can I just uh, Mason Clark's got nine, but can I just come back on that one? So subs being key implies it's going to be tight. I'm not sure it's going to be tight though, is it? That, um, I don't know if maybe Norman thinks it's going to be nil nil coming up 60, 70 minutes. I, I think we get a goal before half time in this one, don't we? So maybe not on Hurst. I think he was always going to start this game as soon as you know. I think it was going to be Ladapo. And then yeah. Hurst is going to start both of um, Peterborough and Barnsley, but let's not even think about Tuesday night yet. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep going through the um, Peterborough team here. Um, keep those super chats coming as well. Bits is still watching on as well and giving some lovely emojis and reaction there. But in goal, uh, for me, I mean, not, not in a good Ipswich team, <laughs> probably unfairly maligned. Will Norris is, is there, Ben. Do you have any particular memories of him or is he just wrong place, wrong time? 
Yep, <laughs> exact, exactly that. I mean, he played at a high level, didn't he? Yeah. Was it Burnley, Burnley or Wolves or something, something yeah. like that? So, yeah, perfectly, perfectly safe pair of hands at this level. Yeah, eight clean sheets, nineteen appearances. Uh, Bergstrom's the the backup, um, but was recalled by Chelsea. So Will Norris, undisputed number one there. We talked about the right back situation. Just to remind you, the regular right back Joe Ward with his six goals and nine assists. Um, awaiting the results of a, a scan on an injury. Nathan Thompson is... Obviously, again, Rich, we don't, we don't want to see any players injured. No, of course, but no. if Joe Ward doesn't play, that's good news. It's a big, yeah. And it does cause some reshuffling as well because they haven't got any other other right-back, kind of obvious right-back options. So there might be some centre-backs out of position there. Or they might... I, I doubt there'll be a three-at-the-back situation as well. Maybe could stick do. Frankie yeah, Kent out there, perhaps. I don't know, but... Yeah, some other names that people might be aware of. We, I mentioned Frankie Kent there. Another lot of ex-Cole U players there as well. Bids <laughs> turned down for Ronnie Edwards as well. Centre-back, I think everyone was linked with him in the summer. Palace in Chelsea. Um, I doubt he'll be there, regardless of what division they're in come the summer. The midfield, though, Ben, Ollie Norburn, um, Hector Kiprianu. Uh, Kiprianu um, is one of Joby McEnough's boys from um, Leighton Orient, so... I was told all about him on day one of the season. And um, that looks like, again, it's a classic Peterborough, you know, lower divisions, build them up, build them up, sell them on type story. But yeah, he's adjusted well to League One. And the the obvious big name, probably in a number 10 position, we guess, maybe, uh, I think that's where he was against Accrington. I think Kipriano came back into the team against Norburn and they shoved Jack Taylor a bit further forward. And then Taylor set up the goal, the first goal for Clark Harris. But subject to multiple bids if things are to be believed from Ipswich Town in, I think even in the summer, but certainly in January, seven goals, five assists in his 41 appearances. Um, averages 62 touches per 90, according to Seb's research. Quality player, though. and I'm, at, I'm at the point now where I'm such a fanboy, such a mark, so partisan for Kieran McKenna that I'm at the point now where if he's in for a player, I just assume that they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be interested to see whether we go back in for him as well in the summer. I think. Did, did for Hurst. Yeah. Be, yeah. Interesting there. Played the long game with him, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, Hurst's own situation is interesting in the summer as well, isn't it? So we'll be speculating about that throughout the summer, no doubt. But it's this kind of, it's not really a front three, but it's, but it kind of is. Uh, Kwame Poku, Efron Mason Clark. But yeah, Johnson, Clark, Harris, Ben, twenty-five goals. Uh, he's he's going to try stuff from everywhere, isn't he? He's not going to. He's not afraid to ping one from range, but he'll get on the end of a cross as well. He's just powerful, athletic, direct forward, isn't he? He's what everyone kind of covets at this level, and maybe a little bit above as well. Yeah, and he's got that left footer thing where defenders aren't quite as used to going that way to stop him. And yeah, as you said, um, it's just classic Peterborough, isn't it? just direct and um, we can concede a goal against Peterborough to one of those wide men with our defence in a nice position um, with the goalkeeper not doing anything wrong. We've got, got quality to, you know, dribble one and dare I, dare I mention our friends from Plymouth ping one in the corner from the from the edge of the box. But yeah, Clark Harris, that's... Um, I, I'd want to see Cameron Burgess, you know, make that a, make that a fight. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Concentrate because he's just at this level. Just you know, the, what is it? So it's twenty four plus thirty. It's a fifty five in his last two League One season. He's still got a few games to go as well. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Burgess uh, ticked up 50 appearances, I think, midweek yes. against yeah. Port Vale. At some point, we'll probably do some kind of Blue Monday end of season awards for ourselves, won't we? But in terms of improved players, he obviously had a little bit of a tricky spell where he seemed to be the unfortunate person who got in the way of these shots that deflected in. But really <laughs> crucial for games like Saturday, isn't he? Um, we we would we would hope so. It's just strange, isn't it, how we were so high on George Edmondson and you know it was just the other way around. This guy was the bust, but you know you got to. You've got to play the play the situation. And um, as David Diamond says, we don't see what goes on in training. He's obviously trained well, taken the shirt. And that's nice to see as well from our manager as well, because, you know, even Luke Wolfenden as well, as players that were not wanted by, you know, yeah. by Paul Kirk and previous incumbents here, General Danassian even to a certain extent. But they, they, there's a way in if they're following instructions clearly, isn't there? Yeah, exactly right. Doing what they're told. And he had a lot of the ball as well on Tuesday night, didn't he? Which I'm sure he very much enjoyed, but very different uh, threat on Saturday. Uh, Neil, if Taylor wants to be championship with us, uh, can't he just get sent off on Saturday? Be very handy and a real help for us. Yeah, well, uh, interesting thought there. Um, Shiver Wednesday fans would love that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Are we expecting Sky to show the Fleetwood game? No, I think the Sky games are all picked up now, Ashley. I think the best you might expect is a beam back. Maybe. I think you can red button all of them on the final day. You can't do League uh, One red button. It did last year. I'm fit, oh, really? I think I, oh, watched, maybe. I think I watched along and they just had all of the... I could be wrong about that, Rich. And I'm, I think championships generally like that, but I'm not sure they go down as far as League One. I've, so. got, a, I've got a naughty password for all of them, so I'll say Well, you've got your... <laughs> yeah, go we're all around Ben's house. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... <laughs> Just to finish off, we love our stats on the pre-match. I'll give you some bits and pieces here, Ben. 38 goals scored in their home matches is the fifth highest in the league. So par for their league position, but 16 goals behind ITFC just for reference. Um, Not a huge amount of excitement from where those goals have come from. Open play majority, as you'd expect, six from set pieces, a few counter-attacks. I think there's a lot of dribbles. There's the average eight dribbles a game at home, which is the second highest in the league. So those wide players and the fullbacks generally bombing on is what you should expect. 16 shots per game, fourth highest in the league. So yeah, shots, crosses, getting down the wide positions. A lot, decent amount of possession, 56.3%, joint sixth highest, good amount of accuracy. Um, But yeah, attacks predominantly down the wings, not through the middle. 39% 39% of the time they attack down their right-hand side. It'd be interesting to see if that happens without Ward in the team, but nevertheless, there's still... Yeah, that you think that would change, wouldn't you? Might change a little bit. Defensively, though, 22 goals conceded at home, 10th um, best in the division. Can I make a caveat? Go Do you see the Bolton it. game? Red card in that weird game. They lost 5-0 at home to Bolton, right. and they played against Alfie May, which is the best striking performance I've seen all season. I think that counts for eight goals, those two games. So it sounds like I'm apologising for him. But if I were, no, if I were a spin doctor being pro yeah, Peterborough, yeah. I'd, I'd say, well, look, there's some extenuating circumstances. There's some like the there. four goals at Charter to kind of skew things. Yeah, exactly, it. yeah. The one thing I did want to pick out, though, nine goals conceded from set pieces is the joint worst in the league. Oh, if I you like saw that. the goals against Cambridge, admittedly away, the first goal they conceded was appalling. It's almost a tap-in a corner comes across, and I don't know who it is for Cambridge, I forget, has a tap in right in the middle of the goal. So they have got an issue. Harrison Dunk, wasn't it? Was it? There you go. 
you're the man, you know, all these things. Um, But set pieces could be an opportunity for us. We know Leif Davis loves to ping in a corner, so that might be an opportunity for us. But generally, pretty tidy. Um, In terms of XG as well, yeah, performing where you'd expect it, to be honest, 1.75 expected goals per game at home is the sixth best. And they've got the average 1.8 goals per game. So what you'd expect and yeah, home expected goals against doesn't really tell us much either. So I'll skip across that. Um, we'll take a little bit of a break. We'll talk about us, but we definitely want to hear from just you. Just make so one your... comment, oh, Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got Clark Harris up here. Uh, so 25 goals, 10 six-yard box, 14 penalty area. So the guy is playing the penalty box and easier said than done because he's a great player. But if you can bump up 60, 65% possession, be up the pitch, the threat's gone. It's penalty box, six-yard box. Um, again, easier said than done. It's like, I suppose, Everton in the 80s. Oh, just Marquee and Rush. Like, okay, good luck with that. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you, you, take, you take my point. If we control the game, it's, it's not like... You, it's not like a difficult, you know, it's not a bombardment conundrum. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about us a little bit more, but do get your thoughts in the chat. We'll come to those in a minute. If you've got a question for Ben, stick a cue at the start. That really helps me and keep those <laughs> super chats coming as well. But we're back in a second. Innovation Labs is business hub and co-working space with strategic locations across Suffolk. Our aim is to foster innovation, entrepreneurship, business growth, and the development of an AI centre of excellence in Suffolk. Monthly hot desks are available from just £79. For more info, head to innovationlabsgroup.com or contact info at innovationlabsgroup.com. Innovation Labs, providing support for businesses across Suffolk. Locations in Stowmarket, Ipswich, Sudbury, Woodbridge, with more to follow. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. We... uh... Generally, now when we talk about us, Ben, it's really easy because it's we know our strongest 11 and Hurst inevitably comes back in, doesn't he? 
in terms of McKenna's update on injuries, there's a few players who missed training actually on Thursday, um, but knocks and issues, and he said it's pretty normal. So barring any big surprises like an absence for Leif Davis, who looked to be fine, we know Harry Clark may be nursing a little bit something as well. It's the strongest team, and it's and it's kind of as we said with bits, it's copy and paste Bolton and Derby, isn't it? That simple. Hope so. Yeah, and uh, to the commenter early, I suppose, you know, the, the bench being strong and Kyle Edwards, you know, making a difference towards the end of that game, and maybe, maybe if you need to defend the last ten minutes, you know, we saw Kieran McKenna very smart, very quickly, Danassian straight in, and Clark over to left back, wasn't it? Um, or I don't quite know the shape that we, we finished. I was too excitable in the end of the end of that game. But yeah, you would hope the job can be done. And we now all know the team, we know the shape and we know the jobs of every single player. But that means that every other fan of every other team does and every other manager yeah. know it 10 times better than we do as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's Again, I wonder, I wonder whether Peter would read anything into Port Vale as well. But yeah. It's, it's it's a bit of a the momentum comes through familiarity of selection and the players and often quoted our mate Harry from Bath the covalent bonds and all that kind of stuff the partnerships are there now and I think it will be I think Chaplin and um, maybe Broadhead but certainly Chaplin will benefit I think from Hurst I think you mentioned it maybe and it definitely came up on the post match on Tuesday that I think Chaplin and Hurst have a better dynamic maybe than Ladapo and Chaplin. And so Chaplin will to... Sorry to interrupt. I felt mm-hmm. sorry for Ladapo the oh, of other course. night. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a pig of a game to, yeah. to come into. And he's playing against the back three with two midfielders sat right. Let's be honest, it was a back five. And again, I totally respect Port Vale's right to play how they see fit. And it worked perfectly until, you know, into the, into the second half. But I did also feel... Um, this came up in the telegram and it came up around me in the stadium. Um, people was oh, Chapman trying too hard. He's trying too hard to engineer stuff. I think he was doing the right thing in yeah. respect of little quick passes to try and unlock. Rich, stuff, isn't it? That is the game where moving the ball um, in non-sophisticated ways in front of a low block will not work. Yeah. And this is where the crowd struggles a bit because it's actually okay to give the ball away and make defenders defend. It's better that than knackering yourself out, you know, keeping keeping possession because you're getting just as tired as the opponent are. So I, I feel for both players in terms of Ladapo and Chaplin, but I think the the unique circumstance of that specific game, I don't think worked for, for either of them particularly. Yeah, agreed. And Chaplin will want to maybe stick it to Clark Harris and their kind of goal, golden boot <laughs> competition maybe, who knows, but... Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Either way, whatever happens, either way, there's three ways it could pan out, couldn't it, on Saturday? No, because they never draw. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Either way, then, we'll be back on the flagship show on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Join us in the live chat to talk all about that. I think Ben's back in the host. You're back in the host, Jeff. Aren't you with Seb and Joe, who are both Yeah, I'm just attendance. hyper at the moment. I just ducked from one Ipswich thing to another now. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll be loving that. And the match day chat will be open on our Telegram group. If you're not already over there, do get involved. The season's kind of done and dusted, hopefully, in the next two weeks. So there's a free trial that sees you, hopefully, towards the end of the season anyway. So if now is the time to do that. BlueMondayITFC.co.uk, the link at the top, is where you can join that. You can find all of our videos, all of our social media, all of our podcast links. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to get some merch, we'll have a promo next week. Um, 
Oh. <laughs> other merch stores are available by the looks of things as well i was gonna say everybody's really got starting. merch let it go everybody's got bloody merch store these days blue monday did it first no we didn't so yeah do get involved in we might depending on how excited seb and i are after sun after saturday's game we might do a little barnsley preview as well but either way we'll let you know what we're doing either post-match on tuesday night or wednesday we'll figure that one out but exciting times to be involved in blue monday so do give us a thumbs up do subscribe and do get involved in the chat. We're unprecedented scenes at Blue Monday, isn't it, Ben? We've not had to talk about this kind of business at the, at the end of the season ever. Yeah. It's so. just great. It's it's just great. And when I was growing up, it was always like this under, under Burley. Yeah. Okay, we invariably cocked it up. And I dare say, um, I, I did reference that Crystal Palace game at the end of that promotion season, there's a horrible, tense Portman Road game, and it's kind of how, kind of how it looked. Let's see yeah. if uh, you know Burley's sides, as much as I love them, could never get it done, um, you know, in the regular season. So this now, this now requires uh, Kieran McKenna to do something that George Burley could not. Yeah, well, it's the statement from our boss, isn't it? If he does that, and um, yeah. All of us, I think, know he's got it in him, isn't he? And it's in our it's in our hands, as we keep saying. But a lot of people asking us about permutations. So let's jump back into the chat. Um, I think we have all confirmed that it's eight points is necessary with the goal with the goal difference. With the goal difference, yeah. yeah. Um, I think David has. Um, there's a question from David here. There you go. Do you think we could get promotion with six points? I mean, that question is contingent on. Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday dropping points. Do you see that as Sheffield Wednesday blip over, or what's your, what's your sense, Ben? Because you've got I'm just great I'm series just, on this, by the way. Go head to Ben's channel every. I change every my mind weekend. every bloody it week, Rich. doesn't it? Yeah, um, we are at the point now. It's a possibility. We can't sit here and say no. You know, we get what what happens if um, this weekend Plymouth win and both Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday lose. You know, it's. Uh, we, we, we're at that, you know, we're at that point. I, I just kind of try, everyone says, oh, twists and turns, anything can happen. There are very unfalsifiable, bland statements to make, <laughs> but the, it, it's true. And look, David's just added on six points. Be 94 points. Nobody in this chat watching this podcast would have turned down 94 points. You'd have think We'd have been promoted about three weeks ago with 94 points. It's not the way it's happened. you just got to go game to game, Rich. And what we need to understand at this point of view, especially with a game in hand over Sheffield Wednesday, is any scenario where we match or better Sheffield Wednesday is good. Even yeah. if we were 2-0 up and we drew 2-2, but Sheffield Wednesday drew, fine. Just match them, a game in hand, and continue to match them. Promotion, yeah, yeah. Assuming yep. Barnsley doesn't work out that way, but I, I'm just game game to game now, and it's it, it does now flip. Rich from I know everyone bangs out this. Oh, just concentrate on us, blah blah blah. Nonsense, absolute nonsense. Northampton concentrated on themselves last year. Bristol Rovers won seven nil. How did that work out? Yeah, and they yeah. overtake them on the last day. You've just got to be better than the team you're neck and neck with in the table. So I'm getting very high for it again. Carry no, on. no. And it's I, <laughs> when I wrote my intro and I talked about 42 games, 42 games out of 46, it's so close. You eat up the games and suddenly the opportunity to be leapfrog just 
runs out as long as you're maintaining the gap, isn't it? So, Two in four days as well coming up, Rich. So yeah. dramatic. I love it. Love um, it. <laughs> Zorak, do you feel they train some of the stranger partnerships, e.g. Clark and Jackson playing on the left? I guess we don't really know the answer to that one, Ben, but I'd imagine you familiarity, isn't it? Rather than... I'll I'll play my I'm just a, I'm just a fan card now yeah. I can I can analyze reasonably well what I see on the pitch but yeah I, I assume there's some um, we have to have to ask someone we know who's got the coaching badges whether whether that's done fascinating yeah fascinating thought isn't it but it is not something I would I would I would claim to know unless McKenna and his team have identified a tactical opportunity by doing that i don't think you'd in which case it's not, it, not a strange partnership then because they're going to use it exactly right yeah. there's, a, there's a there's a rationale behind it yeah exactly right dan c one of our telegram vips ladapo still has a better goals per 90 rate than clark harris there you go keep those stats coming um edwards could have a big part to play on saturday your thought i thought he made an impact didn't he i i would love to bury david diamond because i love nothing better than bury <laughs> david diamond but i think I he's stole... in the chat i think he's oh watching. is he i won't then I stole his opinion, actually. Dave said to me after, it annoys me when Dave's right, because he's right a lot. He said to me, he said, do you know what, Ben? I, I think it will be all stiff and stodgy and horrible. And you put Edward, just put a dribbler in, get you up the pitch, they'll back off him. And do you know what I did, Rich? I stole his opinion. I, yeah, I, I saw the bench rumbling. I, I was like, to the guys around me, I was like, I, I think I put Edwards in. Edwards in now. Just get us up the pitch. <laughs> he put him on, and they'll look around at me like I'm some kind of genius. Just stole Dave's idea. But um, in a tight, low block game, yes, Peterborough way less so for me. I think. Yeah, I think you might be right, but stealing David Diamond's interesting o- opinions. Always do it. At least I admit it. It's what we've been doing for the last yeah. eight years or whatever. Evening, Dave, if you're listening. Uh, Phil's asked a similar question. Uh, Neil, we'll come to prediction shortly as well to deal with the more imminent game, but I take four points out of the next six. How about you two? Yes, please. Hard yes, because that guarantees we would then be uh, two points ahead of Sheffield Wednesday with two games remaining with our goal difference. So, yeah, uh, we on the pod, ever since Joe Royal said it years ago, two points per game is always the the gold standard with three points for a win and one for a draw, isn't it? Yep, I'd happily, happily take that, Neil. Uh, horse holder, I just noticed Wes Burns has as many assists as wow. Barry Bannon. There you go. Well, I think there's a little, to again, borrow a Dave Diamond, is there? It's a little bit <laughs> of, that statement's a bit of both because I think Burns has had a, is, is, I think has been, I think people have been critical, but unnecessarily so because I think Burns has been contributing anyway, but it's a valid point. But Barry Bannon, I think in this spell of tricky games, I think, Wednesday have resorted to being a bit more direct. And I think it's bypassed Bannon completely. So she's struggled in, but midweek though. Still scored against was it Oxford he scored against or someone? I think uh, it was Bristol Rose. Um look, we can bring out um a Chaplin better goals per minute than Clark Harris and a Bannon Burns. I mean, it's nice for us that we're so lucky that we've got more money than everybody else in the league. Yeah. And we've got these lovely resources, but you know those two particular players are so important to to their two teams that it's doesn't always pick up in the in the stats and in a tight game yes great but we've beaten burton four morgan four charlton six and you know it's it lies down lies in statistics sometimes but they make for great debate which is what we're having now yeah exactly right neil party on the corner after exeter with the blue monday team i'll train it if we are 
it's Seb's birthday, so either way, I think we'll have a few drinks. But it'd be good if there was something else to celebrate as well. Neil, we'll keep you posted on that one. Um, Edwards, great show, guys, as always. Thank you very much. If you compliment us, that will definitely be put on screen as well. Four games to go, three wins needed if Wednesday and Plymouth both do the business. Chances thing. There you go. Both talking about that, aren't they? I mean, my I've expected it to go to the last day for yeah. the last few weeks. Ben, are you thinking similar? Well, so in order for it not to go to the last day... And again, we had this conversation of is this with a true promotion? Because there could be a situation like when we went to Sheffield United in 2019 and they were promoted, but if there'd been a 30 goal swing or whatever on the last day, which is never going to happen. So I I guess that's where people are going that if we have a three point lead by the end of the exit to game, that we can lose at Fleetwood and our goal difference at the moment is 15. Uh, superior. Do I think we'll have a three-point lead? That involves beating Barnsley, doesn't it? So if you match Sheffield Wednesday this weekend and go and beat Barnsley, you have a four-point lead, um, in which case, yeah, then just matching Wednesday against Exeter. Well, four-point lead and it's done. No muggy goal difference stuff. But, yep, the Exeter thing requires beating Barnsley, basically, doesn't it? It does. It or does. a Wednesday huge cock-up up. this weekend, yeah. 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 Uh, Nick, we finished 11th last season. This is just fun. Can we enjoy it? <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. No, we're going to debate the hell out of it, Nick. That's I hated do. maths at school, Nick, and now I have to do maths every week on the bloody podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, lots of uh, chat about Luco. I think Dan's answered out in the chat. Um, Stephen quite rightly talking about Chef Wednesday having tricky games left, I think. Uh, do they have... Derby on the last day as well, Ben? They do, but this is not going to be... This is going to sound like a stupid thing to say, so I hope you understand. This could be decided on the last day, but not by the last day. Did you understand what I'm saying? As, the, the, as in, it's the not... The business that's going to define down, this is going to happen before yeah. the last day, I think. But Last day's yeah, a rubber stamp. Yeah, you could... Look, would I, would I rather... Would I rather Sheffield Wednesday were playing Derby this weekend rather than Exeter? Yes, but, you know, it is what it is. And um, look, Shrewsbury took Plymouth to 96 minutes, didn't they? And Wednesday have still got to go there. Yeah, I think, I think Zorex put that in the chat for us. Yeah, Exeter, uh, I thought Exeter were going to, and maybe they still do, but for the one team that Exeter fans probably would have wanted to derail their promotion bid, their opportunity was last Saturday. They didn't do it, did they? And given they, they're out of danger... Are they knackered, are they knackered now, Rich, playing yeah. all these top teams in a row? It's fun when they beat Barnsley, but yes, yeah, caught up with them, caught up with them since and always have Exeter as better at home and they lost to Derby, didn't they, in, mm-hmm. in the week? So I'm not really very positive on Exeter at Hillsborough at the weekend. Sorry. Well, let's, let's go into that in a bit more detail. Let's be more specific with our predictions and you can enjoy a bit more editors. And it's only really fun to crow in front of Seb, but I won last week. So (laughs) there you go, Seb. And I think that means... Magnanimous as ever, Rich. Mathematically, and we talk about... Tonight's maths, isn't it? Hashtag maths. Um, I can't be... I can't be beaten, but I can be caught and stopped. So that's what Seb is aiming at. You should be caught and stopped. <laughs> for lots of different reasons. No. What do you mean by that? It's wrong, isn't it? It's a good line though, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. That's going to come up again. Let's have a look at what you, me and Neil from Telegram have predicted for the weekend. I've highlighted... Oh my God! 
we've yeah. all gone. Oh no, there's a two one in there. Sorry, carry on, Richard. Yeah, well, I should we start I haven't with, seen these. Should we, yeah. So all of us expected Plymouth to beat Cambridge. All of us expect. Well, you and I go for a narrow ship on Wednesday. A sneaky, scrappy, crappy one nil. But Neil's Mister Positive. I want to. I want a sip of whatever Neil's drinking at the moment. Not only is he expecting Exeter to get the points there. He's gone for an Ipswich win at Peterborough, but both you and I pragmatic with our two twos. It kind of feels like is is this a heart versus head prediction? But are you yeah, hoping my, for a two two? My or? prediction has nothing to do with what I expect to happen. It's okay. what is that quote? Cynicism is a is a cloak you wear just to protect yourself from disappointment. There isn't you go. It? Wow, so, profound. Yeah. Thanks, Dave, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous oh there you go Ill enjoy you just buried me there that was good um no look your pre- predictions you take them take them how you see them and i don't want to come out here and call an itch win and be be wrong about it i'd much rather yeah. call an itch draw and be be wrong about that but look um and i'll be very careful what i say unless giovanni brown's all of a sudden available i don't you know I think Exeter are going to tail off and I just think Plymouth are going to win the thing now. I just, I just do. There's just two, we've just spent too long waiting for Plymouth to cock up and it just is not, is not happening as much. People are going to hate me for saying it deflected goals and late goals and not often luck when it's a repeated occurrence. It's normally a team just banging away, having strong mentality, attacking, attacking to the death and, Teams that win leagues score lots of deflected goals and um, late goals, don't they? But again, game in hand. Um, so my scenario, Rich, has got Sheffield Wednesday overtaking us um, this weekend. So there would be a point. Um, let me just do my maths really quickly. Sorry about this. Uh, they would be a point ahead of us, which would mean we would overtake them again on Tuesday night with a draw. With a draw. <laughs> Bloody terrifying, isn't it? Which we don't want, and the goal difference comes into it, and then it's it's a two-game shootout, isn't it? Which is um oh man. Oh, but man. Look, Rich, answer me this. If we get through the two games, Peterborough and Barnsley level on points with Sheffield Wednesday, I'm gonna make us I think we're them favourites. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, yeah. You've got those big two hurdles out the way, and it's the pressure then is Wednesday can afford nothing and they're hoping that we mess it up against Exeter. Yeah, which home form has been so strong, hasn't it? So, yeah. Um, I, I, we usually canter through the rest of the predictions. Oh, but go I don't, ahead, sorry. No, I don't think... Barnsley not totally out of it, but kind of out of it that we're not expecting them to... Well, Rich, answer me this. What, what, do you, what do you want the situation want? to be for Barnsley? Do you know what I mean? Because... There's an argument that do you want them to stink it out against Oxford and you know be in poor form? Do you want them to beat Oxford so they're going to come at us more, which suits us? I suppose again we're retrofitting whatever happens to. Oh, this is the best thing for us, you know, deluding ourselves, aren't we? But um, is 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 there an argument that their intensity just naturally and professional footballers have told me this when you. When you know, you can say all the things you like about, oh, no, no, we're professional to the end, but it does drop off when you know. You don't you want to get injured get for anymore. the playoffs, do you? I think at this point. And no. you want to go to Wembley as well. So I think you, it's, it's kind of the, the similar kind of syndrome to 
maybe Plymouth or Bolton ahead of going to Wembley for the Pizza Cup, you naturally, if there's a 50-50, you may be a little bit more hesitant about it. So that kind of, if if that's where we are at, and Saturday, this Saturday might help with that respect as well. We talked about the games running out, but you just worry about the likes of Norwich, don't you? So um, Bars is going to be fascinating, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. If you want to get your predictions in now, uh, please do. We'll have a look at those. Uh, if you want to do a super chat for bits for Mike for his shaving off heads, you've got a few minutes to do that as well. We'll pass all of that back onward on to um, to Mike. Um, a few more bits and pieces in the chat. Lots of stuff here. Thank you everyone for joining in. Do give us a thumbs up by the way if you're watching on YouTube. YouTube, do appreciate that. It does nudge us up the the rankings on YouTube, which is all the kind of stuff that that we love. So we appreciate your support in that respect as well. Uh, Lewis, lovely to have Taylor and Morsey next to each other next season. What about Luongo, Lewis? But <laughs> yeah, you could imagine strengthen from a position of strength, wouldn't we? Um, a, Edwards ahead of Harness on current form, but don't forget Aluko. I'm not sure we'll see Aluko again in a blue shirt, will we, Ben? I think he's got a job as an anal- analyst, hasn't he? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what the situation is, but yeah, the Luongo and Broadhead sign-ins have just just shaking that to high heaven in January, haven't they? Yep. Yep. Uh, Jamie. Love a Luca, yeah. But... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Running the pitch. We're not allowed to do that, Jamie. Um, but yeah, we, can... we are officially not allowed to endorse, yes. endorse that. Um, do it in your head. Imagine what it would be like to do it. And well, there's a flip Rich, side. I got get... a massive scar from someone with a, a flag when we got when we were on the pitch at Bolton. Someone scratched me all the way down my arm with their flags pole. So that's the. Let's consequence. just be honest about it, though, Rich. People are going to run on the pitch if we go up. That is yeah. definitely. I mean, it'd be harder at Fleetwood because they can fence off that um, entire end with loads of police. But you know, it's it's difficult. I get people's e- exuberance, but um, it, it's Players. not it's not for me. But it's also not for me to tell anyone. Yeah, um, how they I think live their life, but. We don't want to screw over the club either, do we? But it feels no, no. one of these ones you have to say it, but mm. yeah. Um, new Wembley can wait for me, says Philip. Yeah, a lot of um, new. The, the How long has that been built? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> 20 years old. Um, it's not new, which is rubbish. We've never been there. Nick, Plymouth the Wednesday could lose. Yeah, they could. They could. Um, unfalsifiable statement. <laughs> here's Graham, our resident Plymouth fan. I think we'll all be having the same, this conversation with one game left. Um, and that's the fun uh, of it, isn't yeah. it, Graham? Eh? Philip's going 2-1, though. Wouldn't be surprised if we go there and batter them 4-1. There is some confidence there as well. Barnsley will not want to take Ipswich into the playoffs, it says Well, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, having beaten, and I was there at the game, beat Sheffield Wednesday 4-2, you'd think they... Um, but, if look, if we go to Barnsley and they beat... Uh, they've done the double... Um, over Sheffield Wednesday. If we go to Barnsley and they beat us, why would they be scared of us in the playoffs? They'd have drawn mm. at Portman Road and then and then beaten us at, at Oakwell. So would be the yeah. message if I was Mike Duff. I mean, they're they're in great form. Aren't? Anyway, they shouldn't have anyone really to fear, should they? So no. Um, Dave's going for a two-all. Flim Flam reminding us that Kamara is around. I think he's playing for the under-21 still, under-23s, whatever it is, but may or may not be making a bench appearance at some point, maybe a little bit close at this point. The only um, time I think you'll see him utilised seriously is if we're trailing in a playoff game. That's, yeah, okay. I, I think he's just Jeopardy. on the back burner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, okay. um, Neil going 
2-1. Positive but not convinced. Kev going for a 2-1. Hurston Burns. Everyone's got uh, both teams to score, haven't they? Yeah, exactly mm. right. Um, David, thank you for the super chat. Thank you. Ever- I know, David, you've done another one as well. Lots of people. Um, AD, Sully, um, Gary, a lot of people on super chats. I'm trying to remember lots of people doing that, but thank you for Remember, your they're not for us tonight, guys. They're for bits, yeah? Yeah. And AD's going 2-1 as well. I think I feel... That's a position. That's a point to end on, Ben. Thank you for everyone for joining in. Oh, next go. Oh, we go three nil, four one. Livey Kirk, I think, aligning with you and I, Ben. Thank you everyone for joining in, in the chat. Really active tonight. Really appreciate the questions, the thoughts, Ben. Thank you for your insights as well, Seb. Thank you for the research that you've done. Seb, thank you for my insights. <laughs> yeah, thank you for and Dave. Thank you for your insights as well. <laughs> thank you for um, my insights. Yeah. Ben's back on Sunday night, eight pm for the flagship. Do join that. Do get involved in the match day chat on Telegram and get in and try and help us rationalize and do all the maths and all that fun stuff as well. But let's enjoy it. I think Nick said that. Let's enjoy it. Um, and what will be will be we'll be back on Sunday to talk all about it. Thanks everyone. Look after yourselves. We'll see you soon. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.